This is part two of a two-part podcast. So if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to that before you listen to this one. Or don't. I mean, I can't stop you. Hi there, lovely. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candice Lease, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours. And you are listening to the award-winning... The best podcast in the entire world. For the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Let's talk about Ellie then. Let's talk about Ellie. Uh, she's getting no specifics off Liz of when she's coming to Sweden. That's because she's not coming to Sweden, but she just hasn't fucking told her at this point. Um, but Gamma comes around pretty quickly because Liz's flight gets cancelled. The uh, in a mirror of you know what happens in modern day as well, her flight company went fucking bust, and they were like, "Yeah, you fucked. You can't get your money back, and you're gonna need to book another flight." And she's like, well, I haven't got the money and I can't book any other flights because Australia doesn't fly straight to Sweden. Um, so, yeah, she's fucked. And she's like, oh, what am I going to do? Is that an Australia fact, by the way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's no direct flights to Sweden from Australia. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's an Australia fact. For you. We've not had an Australia fact for a while. That's quite nice. I yeah. Um, so... She's like, oh, fuck, am I going to stay here with Carl a bit more? And Carl's like, no, you're not fucking staying. Actually, you're a con. <laughs> Actually, I want you to leave. Um, at this point, Ellie's like, Carl, are you my dad? Carl- she just asked him. I wasn't expecting this. Literally, like, we've got to, this, this is going nowhere. This is not, we need to wrap this up pretty quick. It's obvious you haven't shagged this woman, but are you my dad? Just straight out there in the kitchen. And he goes, no. <laughs> I know. His phrasing <laughs> is very, very funny with this. He, he says to Ellie, no, he goes, Ellie, I am positive I am not your father. He puts Have it very like that. Have you seen her? End uh, of that, just like that. Yeah, I know. Like, I thought it was definitely going to, like, Susan's going to come back and she's going to be accusing Carl and Susan's going to walk in and it's all going to kick off and they've gone nah, fuck it, let's just ask. And he goes, no, not your father. Still like you, though, because you're my, you're my niece or whatever. Uh, so Liz is like, right. They, could, they could easily they could easily have like built up the drama and had this moment where everyone realises, oh, he actually can't be, because whatever, alibi or she's minging, yeah. whatever. But no, just literally, are you? No, cool, end of that then. Lovely. And Liz is like, right, well, I'm going to go stay in a hotel. Come on, Ellie. And Ellie's like, I want to stay here with Carl. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, I want to stay here with Carl. He's nice to me. You're a cunt. And there we go. That's that. I don't think we'll see Liz again at this point. She might stick her head back in and go, I'm going to Sweden. And everyone's just going to be like eating the tea like, and, just, and not even look <laughs> up and just be like, yeah, see ya. Eat, eating the meatballs. I'm really, I'm really going now, everyone. And they're just like, fuck you. See you later, bitch. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, Susan's going to come back and goes, is Liz still here? No. She felt off. Where is she? I'm Sweden or something. Sweden. <laughs> Just sweep that under the carpet. And I Elliot Fox will move on at this point, I imagine. Probably, yeah. I did manage to find um, Ellie on the Instagram. I have sent her a message. Oh, have you? Oh, fabulous. Not heard anything back, but just to keep you in the loop. Did you use my template? Of sending messages. No. No. 
<laughs> There's much more chance that she'll respond then in that case. <laughs> but by all by just having a quick scan on on the internet, she hasn't really done anything else or done done anything since. So don't know yeah, if that's well, a good good thing or not. No, she got recast, didn't she? In the end, they got a different actress to play her. older Ellie. She'll she'll probably have really fond memories of everyone then. <laughs> <laughs> we we need a, a good like we need an antagonist for this podcast. We need we, a cast you. member from Neighbours. <laughs> you don't watch it. You're not asked. <laughs> no, we everyone like everyone we spoke to who's related to Neighbours has only had positive things to say about it. Uh, we need yeah. someone who's had a really shit time of it. That's what we need. Uh, I, yeah, and I want it to be awkward just for the the the, the, the ver- what fuck am I saying? I can't talk. The variety of it. We'll get someone on, and they're just neighbours was fucking awful. Yeah, uh, I can't believe you're watching it again. Scully is is the holy grail there, I think, because he got unceremoniously mm. fired. Uh, sued, yeah, but it did, he was asking for it a little bit, wasn't he? No, but he sued them and won. So, uh, well, wasn't guy. he? Did, wasn't he having a few problems at the time? Not having a dig, but like. Well, yeah, I think he was having a couple of problems, but I don't think they were being particularly supportive in it. Well, you know, he sued them and he won, so... Uh, he yeah. kept going on about the time he worked at TGI Fridays, and in the end, they just had enough of him. They were just like, fuck him, <laughs> I can't deal with you anymore, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Let's talk about our favourite family, the Hancocks. I fucking hate them. They're so <laughs> shit. I hope they all die and leave the show. Well, <laughs> speaking about hanging around far too long and not getting on with this shit, this is exactly what the Hancocks are doing. I thought they'd be gone. I said last week they'd be gone. Yeah, not. me too. I was positive they'd be gone. Because they've they've sold a house, they've got to pack it up and move somewhere else. You think, they've got to better, better get a fucking move on here. But no, they pack it up and go, do you know what would be fun? Let's all have some break dancing. And they have a little break dancing montage where they're all fucking around doing stupid breakdancing. Is there anything more annoying than, not breakdancing in general, if you want to do breakdancing, brilliant. I don't even mind it when Leo, the little kid, I think he's about 12 or something, does some breakdancing. I'm okay with that. Is there anything more annoying than like <clears throat> middle class, white, 30, whatever, that 35-year-olds, mum and dads trying to be cool, and do breakdancing. Is there anything more annoying than that? Because they are so annoying in this episode, these two, trying to, like, oh, we're going to do some breakdancing. Go, Leo. Go, Leo. It made me die inside. It was awful to watch. Again, this family has got an exit. They could just get out of here. But no, let's film them breakdancing. Just to show what a happy family they are. Uh... But, I, but after after the breakdance, they're like, right, we've had a good breakdancing session. Should we carry on packing up now? Nah, let's sit and read some letters that people have sent us. This was this made me laugh though, right? Because okay, you want they've got some cards, they've got some letters. Nice thing. Let's have a look what people have said. None of they've got no mates. No, no one on the fucking, no other, none of the neighbours, apart from the, the love letter thing from Toadie, none of the neighbours have sent him anything. Like, he, like he opens one and goes, oh, it's from a governor from the local water department. It's not that. It's something as ridiculous, though. Is it like a governor from his work or something? Yeah, something like that. It's so weird, the people who they start reading letters from. It's, yeah. They've got no mates, these people. 
Yeah, it's no one on the street. Oh, this is like, no, this is not from D or anyone or from Toadie or or from Carl and Susan. There's uh, nothing. But, well, actually, there is one from Toadie. So Lily, the little kid, is like, oh, you're all reading letters. I've got a fucking letter as well. Let's get it out. This one's from Toadie. And they're like, oh, brilliant. Toadie's good. Let, let's read a nice letter from Toadie. And then Mark straight away is like, oh, fucking hell, this isn't going to go well, I don't think. None of them stop her, though. Like... <sighs> Leo clicks like pretty quickly. Matt knows the whole time that this letter is obviously going to be Toadie's feelings or whatever, and they just let this little girl keep reading it. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> Badly. She, she, yeah, she's reading it in that kind of kid way, and it says like, "I want to <laughs> wait oh. for it." They're like, yeah, go on, go on. You in (laughs) the (laughs) ah ah, and at that point, you go right, give me that fucking letter, (laughs) that fucking letter. (laughs) At this point, Maggie's not here, by the way. Maggie's gone to the shop to whatever, and she comes back. She's like, right, I've got ice creams for everyone, and they're like. She's like, oh, don't all shout at me at once. And Evan's like, right, can we have the fucking room? Everyone get the fuck out now. And she's like, what? What's happened? He's like, I've got a letter from Toadie. Uh, so Maggie tries to play it off. She's like, oh, no, it's just a crush. It's just a little boyhood crush that he's got. Uh, it's nothing. He's told me about it. Don't worry about it at all. Um, but then she has a conversation with Matt later on. And he's like, yeah, I fucking knew about it. Tony told me, uh, and she's like, "Oh fucking, hell, I'm gonna have to tell Evan, aren't I?" So she go, she confesses to Evan. She goes, "Yeah, actually, there was something going on." And Evan's response is fucking brilliant to this because he just goes, "Why?" Because <laughs> <He does. laughs> <laughs> why? Well, I think she says like, "We, I was attracted to him or something, yeah, it's something like that." Like, I was, I found him attractive, and he goes, "Why?" <laughs> Evan's ah. not like, yeah, Evan's not like fucking Darcy or you Drew know Kirk. Mr. Han- or Drew Kirk or anything. Like he's not Mr. Hanson, but he's not fucking Toadie. Come on, yeah, he is fucking boring though. And as we've documented on this podcast a couple of times, a proper pussy. Like he's there's nothing <laughs> to this guy. Is that he's like he's lame as fuck. I, I at least Toadie's a fun guy. Yes, true. Uh, but he's like, I don't get it. Why you want to fuck Toadie? She's like, oh. he's not even. But then, so yeah, he says that, and then he's like, look, if you if if you want to if you want to stay, fucking brilliant. If you want to go, fucking go. He's not. He doesn't seem like he's not he, that arsed. Really not. He's like, you'll just be wife number two. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to get angry at you because it's not. I'm not arsed. Stay or go, not bothered. He's really fucking arsed, that's all. He's like, I'll find some. She's going to stay or go. I reckon she's going to go, you know. Yeah, but I don't don't think she's going to run off with Toadie. She's going to decide to be on her own for a little while, I reckon. Yeah, she's going to go find herself. Um, But yeah, can they just fucking already these Hancocks? Jesus Christ. I think. Maggie, like, 
She might be the worst one, you know. Her she... voice is so annoying. I don't, I don't know if it's too high pitched or what, but her voice is so annoying. I it's can't. Really, it. It's really monotone as well. Like it doesn't. Yeah, it, is. it does look like like she when she delivers lines, she stares off, and it's clear she's reading it from a cue screen or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you when you get, when you have to go to your notes. <laughs> a little bit. There was um, in my previous employment, there was a chef. I'm not going to name him. Uh, like the chefs will come out and explain the dishes that they've made to the guests. I put the spoons down. Um, and there was one chef who would read it like it was an auto cue. And he like, he wouldn't, he'd look off into the distance, not at the guest and just say, right. So what I've got for you here is this cooked in this and then served with some of this enjoy. And then it's kind of go off. Uh, so we, <laughs> We used to try and make little signs for him to, like when he was looking off in the distance, we'd try and make little signs for him to read things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'd accidentally read what we'd wrote on the thing. Michelin uh, star, right? Michelin, Michelin star for this place. Yeah, Not a fucking chance. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe now I've gotten probably loads of chance. Uh, but our favourite one that we wrote was, I'm Ron Burgundy, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> It never quite worked, unfortunately. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, you should always make games at work. Uh, and if you want some game suggestions, £1 a month in the Patreon. Uh, yeah, so the Hancocks are still here. Don't fucking, they better be gone by next week. Do, I'm going to say next week, I'm not going to be ridiculous and say in 20 episodes, because that's fucking ages and would be really hard to manage. But I reckon by this time next week, they've gone. Is that a guarantee? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, gu- I'm, putting, I'm putting a guarantee on that, yeah. Oh, I fucking hope so. Once if they're not gone next week, once if they're still fucking lingering around. I think you should get a Hancock tattoo if they're not gone next week. <laughs> challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge. Oh, no, because I'm not confident that they won't be gone. Just get the word hand tattooed on your cock, because then if they do stay around and you hate it, at least then it's just the cool guy from Tokyo Drift, right? True, true. Uh, Han, Hancock. Hancock, yeah. Vagina. I, I, I was just wondering if I could fit on, that's all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can go around. Actually, no, Adam, I think, because you're that guarantee, you know, you're that sure. That because I've got a hit. huge penis. Yeah, let's all do it. Right, yeah, good one. <laughs> okay, now, where was you're that going? they'll be gone by next week. If they don't, you should be getting a tattoo, Adam. I'll be honest, I haven't got any, so I'm certainly not going to start with a fucking neighbours themed one with the lamest family that have ever been on the show. They are the worst family, aren't they? They really are the worst family that's ever, ever graced. I think if we did that, maybe, you know, there was the, um, when Neighbours finished, they did like the top characters and the top moment and all that. Maybe we should do like an anti one where we have shittest people, worst fucking writing, stuff like that. Tim's favorite episode that was too good. Things like like just a, just the anti awards. Tim's bad, by Tim's the way. In, has Tim's internet gone, or has he fallen asleep? I don't know. <laughs> it's really His fucking nice. internet's gone. He's <laughs> gone. There's no way he could maintain that for that amount of time. His internet's gone. Oh, <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks since Tim's internet's gone. Fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Grace was listening and has pulled the plug on his sorry ass at this stage. <laughs> we have been on for a while. 
You are not speaking to those boys again. <laughs> you are too rude. Yeah, Mama so- and Papa have, dis- have, have taken back their invitations. <laughs> They're no <laughs> longer welcome. They are disinherited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we talk about Harold and Lou? We're just going to carry on because this is just fucking me and you. Yeah, just me and you, yeah. It's all me and you talk on here anyway, let's be honest. He just I mean, shows fucking pictures. I mean, I'm just telling you what you've already seen at this point, so I'm not quite sure what the point of this is. We have some, we'll have a humorous chat about it, don't worry. Uh, so Harold and Lou are having a garage sale because uh, Lou's got too much shit. Uh, so Harold wants to sell it all. And they find some of Lolly's stuff, which is quite nice. Uh, and Lou has a little reminisce about Lolly. Uh, yeah, it was sad, this. It was a little bit sad. Uh, I feel like Harold had to remind him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lolly, Lolly you, you remember that, that, that person that used to live with you? Drew. No, no, not Drew. She, really small. Really small. Uh, Darren? No, He's still talking Drew. about his dick. <laughs> yeah. Seems back, everyone. Seems back, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. You've not missed anything. Uh, that, that, speaking to the audience, not Tim. Um <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, he has a little reminisce about Lily uh, Lolly. Uh, Lynn comes round because she's fucking everywhere at the moment. Lynn's been a right fucking stirrer in these episodes. I'm a bit annoyed with her. She she yeah. shits to Michelle and saying she looked like fucking Hillary Clinton, and now she's proper winding up Harold. <laughs> And Lou and Rosie and, and trying to get some sort of fucking threesome on the go or something. It's not nice what she's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, she goes, Oh, you two are just quite similar to Rosie, aren't you? But in different ways. And these two are like, What would you mean? What do you mean? What ways? What ways? She's like, Oh no, I was just don't worry about it. I was just I was just same being word, Lynn. don't worry about it. Just being Lynn. Um so both of them are like, Oh, how do you think we're we're similar to Rosie? And because they're thinking, oh, if we're similar to Rosie, she might want to shag us. Uh, so that's what they're thinking. That's what they're it both is, thinking. It is, it's true. That's what they're both thinking. Find some common ground, then we can get our end away. Um, but it looks like there's a winner. Who do you think's winning, Tim? Yeah, who do you think is winning out of Harold and Lou? Um. Mm. Uh, who, Lou? Why? Why do you think Lou? Because, because I was just trying to think which one would I rather shag. Good, good way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lou is currently winning, and do you know what tipped it over the edge for him is that he went, he he, he took a leaf out of Howell's book and went to church and did a speech while simultaneously mugging off. Her. He proper mugs him off. Like, <laughs> it's really bad, though. He, yeah, he, these two are best friends, and he absolutely throws Harold under a bus here. But in not, like, we've still got to remember, like, so Harold's doing a bit of a speech, and he can't do it because he's fucking blind, right? <laughs> which which seems to have been forgotten. Like, it's very clear, like, that's why he can't do it. Um, and Lou's, like, making jokes about him being blind, pretty much. It's like He says, like, well, if I didn't get up and help him, we'd be here for four fucking hours listening to this shit. He can't <laughs> fucking see, got hit by a car, dickhead. It's not like, he proper mugs him off. It's not nice, this. No. Um, and then he, he obviously smashes the speech. And it was a shame that they did it in that way, because I was pulling for Lou out of the two of them here, not because I want to shag him, but because, like... I feel like Harold, in a way, 
This might be controversial, I don't know. He plays off the fact that he's a bumbling, geeky, God-fearing Harold in this, I think. He's like, oh, I'm so good, I do the church, and I like cooking, and I'm a vegan, and all this kind of stuff. But then you got to remember, he had Madge, and he did pretty well with Madge, and he had her for a long time, fucking brilliant. Lou liked Madge, never got her. Like, his daughter's fucking left as well. I don't know if, how that happened. So I thought, let's get him, let's get him rosy. He's got a bit of happiness, this guy. Lou Carpenter, why not? But then I don't think they needed to mug off Harold. I don't know, I just didn't like that. No, he didn't do that. He'd already he'd already won by this point anyway. Yeah. I think. It was only a matter of time. But he just stuck the boot in, because he can do. And then uh, someone else sticking the boot in his mouth as well. Uh, then, I br- then I came back round to feeling like Harold was getting a, the rough end of the stick here because then I remembered that he did get it by a car. He was blind. Madge fucking died. And now Mal Kennedy's being a right con. So Mal's like, right, if you don't want to be a part of this, it's not called Carpe DM. It's called Cafe DM. No. Cup of DM. That's what it's called. But Carpe DM is the saying. Like, yeah. But the company is called Cup of DM. It's a play on words. Um, it, a very clever play on words as well, should we say. Uh, but he's like, right, if you don't want to be part of this, well, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to contact the person who your leaseholder on the building and off and buy it out from Undia. So he offers the match um, is Harold's leaseholder a load of money. She's like, can't fucking refuse that. Sorry, gonna have to sell. It's too good. Uh, I feel like that, this was bullshit though. Surely there's a contract and he's got it for a, a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and you can't just go, oh, I'm going to offer you more money at the end. I, I'm sure otherwise that'd happen all the time, wouldn't it? I, don't know. I, I kind of feel like it was on a handshake agreement. It probably expired oh. when Madge died. That's the feeling I got. And then she was just kind but of... Even, even if though, it might have been like a year rolling thing. And even if there was a year left on it, Mal's the, the new landlord. So Harold's thinking, well, I'm fucked anyway because he's not going to give me a new deal. Yeah. Um, Probably thinking so, too much into that, but yeah. No, so Harold's fucking fuming about this, obviously. Goes to Carl straight away, fumes at Carl, and Carl's like, yeah, Mal's being a cunt here. I don't know why. I, I can't really defend him at all. Uh, Carl has a fucking massive go at him as well. So Mal's like, right, fuck it, I'm staying in a hotel. No, he uh, kicks him out. He gives him an ultimatum. It's Carl. He's oh, saying, he does, yeah. you're, being a, you're being a cunt here. Either stop being a cunt or, or fuck off. He fucks off. He fucks off. But Mal's heavy, heavy-handed techniques haven't worked. Because he gets a phone call from his boss. He's like, yeah, we're fucking toxic in this area right now. No one's going to support this business. We're going to have to pull out. So Mal's made a fuck, fuckload of enemies and he's got nothing to show for it. Uh, so, yeah, poor Harold really getting kicked down. And he's he's upset. Mal goes to Harold one last time and Harold's like, fuck off. Get the fuck out. I'm absolutely done with you. And you're like, oh, Harold's on a real low you know, he's all the things you've listed before, blind, dead wife, uh, new landlord, terrible lease. Uh, and then Rosie comes in and goes, fucking Lou now. <laughs> <laughs> it is horrible. Like, you see his little face. Just... <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really fucking hard on Harold. Yeah, she comes in and goes, Oh, we're good mates, aren't we? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're good mates. But that's all we'll ever be, though, won't we? Because I'm fucking Lou. He's outside now. <laughs> He's got the car rolling. We've got to fuck right now. She pretty much does say this. He's just getting himself started in the car. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tim, you went very uh, 
Dalek. Come <laughs> on, robot Tim. Come on, robot Tim. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened before he didn't. He just got replaced by the robot. He's the one who does all the house, house household chores and stuff. Uh, <laughs> at the wedding, we're not going to be sure if it's the household Tim or the real Tim. It's going to be hard to distinguish between the two. Uh, It'll be the robot voice. <laughs> it's got it is a robot voice, that as well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> I don't know. What do you know? Me saying anything if I sound like a robot. Tim can't. Tim, you need to sort it out. That's horrendous. Now, that's <laughs> that's awful. You've gone full on fucking shit Terminator. <laughs> the Terminator. The Terminator. Oh, it was so obvious as well. Is that any better? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. There you go. That's lovely. That do that every time. Right. We're on to the last storyline I want to talk about, okay? Four hours later. We've, we've made it. We've made it. We, I may have split this episode into two. I haven't made that decision yet, but it's a fucking long one. But we are finally at the final stretch, and it'll be worth the wait because, gentlemen, this is a brand new segment. It is called The Ego Has Landed. <laughs> Some music would have played there. It's pretty banging. I've already pre-chose the music. It's a good, oh, no. little, good little run, jingle. You haven't run it by us yet. Why would I ever do that? It's much better to get your reaction. Um, I'm annoyed already. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Ego Has Landed because this is solely about one person and one person only and his superb fucking ego. Uh, it's only there to be admired. He is my brand new hero. It is Dr. Darcy. What a fucking guy he's been this week. This is not as good as you've made out at all, again. I knew this had happened. I couldn't, like, you said, oh, it's just in the last episode. Got to the last episode, I was like, have I missed it? There's a couple of good bits. Go on, I'll let you have your He's looking brilliant. Well, first off, he sees Slick from having a panic attack. Straight off the way, he's like, doctor, panic attack, took her home. I'm fucking brilliant. I'm back off to the pub. I'm fantastic. And when he gets back to the pub, he sees Carl and Carl's uh, Carl's been cycling. You know, he's he's trying to stay fit and he's, you know, he looks like he's had a tough ride. And Darcy's like, fucking hell, you look, you look fucking knackered there, mate. And he's like, yeah, I've just been for a cycle. And he's just like, yeah, I don't need to do that though, do I? He's like, yeah, I never see you exercise. And he's like, yeah, I don't eat exercise. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah but you should. And he's like, nah, I don't need to exercise, you know, because I get loads of exercise from the women. And Carl's like, right. Okay. Okay. He's like, yeah, because the exercise I get from women is shagging because I shag <laughs> women all the time. He <laughs> fucking believers this boy. This is this <laughs> you. He's you, this guy. This is why he's my hero. He's fucking brilliant. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, because, I don't need to do physical exercise like running or cycling or swimming or anything like that because I get loads of exercise from the motion of just shagging all the... <laughs> <laughs> and Carl's like, all right, I get the fucking point. <laughs> to be fair, Carl does come back with a good response. He's like, yeah, you probably get a lot of exercise from running away from scorned exes as well. 
And Darcy's like, oh, you've got me there. I'll probably do a bit of that, but it isn't mainly. I don't want to repeat this. (laughs) 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 It's mainly. (laughs) They've waited a long time for this. Come on. Uh, (laughs) It's mainly from the physical exertion. From the physical exertion. (laughs) (laughs) He can't do it. He can't get to the end. Oh, dear. (laughs) Right, again. (laughs) He's mainly trying to do it. (laughs) Stop. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah, the, the physical exertion of just shagging all the birds like a shag. Uh, so, he... <laughs> uh, and then you think, all right, well, Darcy's really been fucking arrogant this week, but he does not let go at this point. He's like, I want to fucking roll there. I've just told. <laughs> 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 he's like, <I'm> just, <laughs> he's like, I've just, I've just said flick from Adam. <laughs> Adam, you take, you take over. I don't know he's going with it though. He's like broken. I that bit that he's just said was very funny how he told it, but I missed the whole thing. I have no <laughs> idea any of this shit fucking happened. <laughs> um, so he gets the right. So obviously he's been, a, he's a bit of a rogue in it. He has been shagging all these women. We know that. Um, but it's kind of coming to a head now with Terry, who's the policewoman, um, who's been who he was knocking about with. We found out last week he blew her undercover operation thing. Um, but she, for some reason, is hanging about with D in the pub and that or in the coffee shop. They're hanging about somewhere and they are having a bit of a meeting of the minds about the lovable Dr. Darcy, aren't they? They're just kind of rehashing that, yeah, a little bit. Um, uh... I think it's that kind of thing where they're both kind of, rather than being at odds with each other, they've gone, well, he's clearly a dick. Should we be mates rather than letting him play us off each other? Uh, and Terry's like, right, well, I'm leaving, by the way. And Dee's like, oh, I can't believe you're leaving. He's like, yeah, I'm leaving. Take the fucking Hancocks with you. <laughs> uh, so Darcy comes in and is like, brilliant. I've just had a great day. I've safe flipped. I've took <laughs> Stop it. What is what is very obvious with what he started saying? Hey, I'm going to talk while you giggle to yourself. He walks in, he sees these two, and again, I imagine you've done this exact same thing. He sees two people <laughs> who he's had a relationship with, and immediately he hasn't thought, "Oh shit, I bet they're slagging me off." He literally comes in, and his face just says threesome straight away. <laughs> he literally walks in and thinks, "This is this is brilliant. We're gonna we're gonna sort this out then." And that is not where this is going for the lad at all, is uh, it? My favourite thing that he does, so you, you think he's in a bar, but he's not. He's in a coffee shop. He's like, he's in a coffee shop and he goes, send two coffees over to them girls. So woman brings over two coffees. He's like, oh, no, we didn't know these. He went, courtesy of that guy over there. And he's like, take you some coffees. I imagine Tim's done that move. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he does it like he's in a fucking bar. Like when yeah, he's he drinks to the girl, he's like, yeah. So I use some coffees. You think that happens in here's a, here's a massive cappuccino for you, love. 
Yeah. You think that just happens in bars? Not with Dr. Darcy. I think coffee shops too. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we don't want these coffees. Uh, so, but the, but Darcy does get the, the impression that something's going on because Terry's like, right, let's play a little prank on him. It's a little even present here. Uh, let's pretend we're investigating him. So she starts interviewing Dee in the coffee shop about Darcy and about her time with Darcy. And Darcy it's a bit weird, this, I think. It is a little bit weird. But Darcy gets super paranoid straight away, as he should do, because... He starts instantly trying to tie up any fucking loose ends going on. This is funny. This is good. <laughs> so straight away, he goes to Carl. And this is while Carl's having this... Um, oh, fucking hell, I think Adam's gone there now. Oh, no, there you are. I was uh, listening. He was listening. Uh, so, yeah, this is while Carl's having this argument with Mal. He comes in and goes, Carl, Carl, have you... Have I got anything on my record? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, have I got anything on my record, on my doctor's record? He's like, what do you mean? Well, there was that time I went streaking. He went, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you trying to, you're still trying to have an argument with Mal? He's like, oh yeah, I got done for indecent exposure. Is it still on my record? And Carl's like, I don't fucking know this. Why are you asking me this now? He's like, what about that time I got naked as well at that books party? And Carl's like, what? I don't know what you're asking me. (laughs) Yeah. He just starts reeling off all these ridiculous situations that I, that you would love to see them actually happening. That he's bit, that he thinks he's he's been caught up in, and they've all gone on his permanent record, and they all involve him getting his knob out, which I think is funny <laughs> as well. And then the next thing he does, he goes to see Lou. He knocks on the door at Lou's office and goes, "All right, Lou." And he's like, "Yeah, here's some money." And Lou's like. What's this for? He went, do you know that thing we invested in? Yeah, I kind of fucked you out of some money, so here it is. And he's like, okay, uh, thanks for that. He's like, just just making sure my record's clean. Don't worry about it. So you can't sue me for this, you know. And Lou's like, well, you're a cunt because you've just admitted you fucked me over and only come in clean now because you're about to get caught. He's like, yeah, well, Darcy, Darcy's not bothered. He's just on his <laughs> way. So there's the money, though. There's the money. Devils <laughs> so, again. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not the asshole there. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is definitely a JK move. It, it really is. Yeah, he's scrambling just trying to cover his tracks. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he's really fucking panicking at this point. And then he sees Terry and D in the pub. And he's like, "Oh fucking hell! What? Oh, like, go easy on me, girls, please. I know I've been horrible." Don't, and they're like, "Ah, you're a dickhead. Don't worry. What we've got really is." What is it? I can't even remember the fucking the punchline like, one now. There oh, is a really file. So she's got like this file and it's got a picture of him in it. And she basically says, We're gonna let you off. Like this must have taken quite a lot of work. Like this, and it's the shittest prank ever. Like it's yeah. just a file and a picture, and it and she says, We're gonna let you off with a warning, but don't be a dick in the future. But then she snogs him yeah. and says but we might get it on again one day and just fucks off. So in a way, he's he's won. He's, all that's going to do is encourage him because he's going to go home and go, fucking great, I can shag Terry when I want. And D might he'll, be the case now. He'll also probably him. think, he'll also think like, ah, I might just quit this job. I don't need another one waiting for me or anything. Another one will just come along. He's definitely... He's, <laughs> he might do that. <laughs> probably. I mean... At this point, nothing can stop Dr. Darcy, in my opinion. He is living the high life right now. Uh, because the, he's, he's thinking as well, the threesome's back on at this point as well. 
He's like, I've got a file that's been compiled by two women that I've slept with that say they might still sleep with me. I've got it on record. And absolutely <laughs> hey, no topic. what he's going to do next week. I know. He'll be showing everyone that file going, oh, look, this is two women. Two women, these, these both shagged me. And they said I'm Again, really... Another JK move. <laughs> Another JK move, an absolute vintage move, that one. <laughs> so there we go. That was The Ego Has Landed. Uh, I'm very excited to see if Darcy gets up to more stuff like that next week. It might not be every week, but I hope so, because Darcy is my absolute favourite character. <laughs> How many episodes are we watching next week? Uh, 20 odd probably no it could be anywhere between 1 and 20 what do you think just, just give me a ballpark number I'd probably say 5 yeah that seems sensible 5 episodes I reckon, I reckon Doable, five weeks is the absolute limit unless you're absolutely mental yeah 5 that seems like good a good limit so that would do you know that would do as well so that would be episode 3996 to episode 4000 we officially by next week, we would have officially covered one thousand episodes of Neighbours. It's that calls for a little celebration, surely. I think it does indeed. It's taken us what eighteen months, maybe. Uh, maybe we can do episodes a week. No. <laughs> Is there any chance you could maybe score us some fine wine for the occasion? <laughs> I've always got fine wine. Uh, I don't know how I'll get that wine to you, Bo. Um, well, I live 15 minutes up the road, so <laughs> that's okay. Well, I can do that, but I'm not quite sure I'm going to get it to Tim. Uh, Tim's in Manchester this week because he's off. <laughs> in Manchester right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's camera moves slightly. You just, you just see the metronome going past. How good would it be if he moved the camera slightly though, and I was in the picture? <laughs> that would be fucking cool. One day, one day we'll do that. <laughs> Day. Yeah, we'll do something special for for hitting a thousand episodes next week. Tattoo? <laughs> maybe, maybe who knows? I love getting a tattoo. So just no get reason. a thousand stars on your back. Let's try hard to get someone on next week. Everybody, send a message to somebody else that we haven't already sent a message to this week. Not all the same person, so we'll we'll discuss that off off the air. We'll all send a, a message to one person. You never know. You never Let's know. Let's go for it next week. Let's go for it. Let's try and get a guest. That'd be really nice. Emily Milburn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why don't we get other people on from the the Neighbours podcasting community? That'd be a good idea as well. Well, you say that. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WatchNeighbor. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.